For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Adjacent. You're listening to the Sports Adjacent. Okay, I like that. I just learned something new today. Adjacent. With Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey on the House of L Network. We're doing everything I dreamed of as an adjacent. Do you ever? Broke do you guys up. ever have people, like, completely misunderstand what your job is? I have a hard time uh, describing what I do to people. So uh, I just... On like, this show? When you talk about what you do here? <laughs> you, you might have a hard time describing that to me. I just pull up and be Tony here. Um, <laughs> uh, but my career choice is very difficult, especially for people that don't partake in podcasting or sports right. content not on television. So I just say I work in sports, and if they want to know more, then I delve deeper and deeper into the well of sports content. But I just usually yeah. say I work in sports. It's a difficult thing. They don't. They don't generally get it. Like they, and even when they think they get it, they get it from a entirely like weird perspective. They get it from like a, "Hey, take me to go meet Justin Fields tomorrow." Perspective. Yes. It's like that's not, that's not what I do. It's not going to happen at all. But that's almost invariably something like that. maybe not that specific, but something like that always comes up. It's like no, that's, that's not what I do. And then even outside of just sports reporting, everything else I do is still kind of just like kind of all over the place and it's just hard to describe like how i don't know how to tell you that okay so i do i'm i work the bears beat as a sports reporter and i have a podcast and then i host live shows and events and i have a talk radio show and then like well how does i don't want to have i don't know just whatever <laughs> i've gotten a lot over the years of what you're describing about like they think i'm like friends with LeBron or somebody, I and it's like it's not even like we're coworkers. It's like I'm like right. a third party vendor that he has that he's required to. But he has to come spend. <laughs> and I've had with a lot of people that I've covered a lot of athletes and including some like more 
famous ones like that. Like I've mm-hmm. had very good professional working relationships with them, but we're not not friends. Those people don't know when my kids' birthdays are or anything like that. Uh, so that's a common situation. one. People always confuse the notion of like working for the team versus covering the team. You you, you fly on the plane with them? No, yeah, I, don't I get that. I do get that them. a lot. I get that exact question quite a bit. Um, but one of my favorites is like Tony said, like you just he gives people kind of like a like a you know like a pyramid of an answer. Like just just you know the main. If there's only one word you're gonna get from this, I'll give you the top one. And if you want more, I can like elaborate and broaden it out for you a little bit. Um, but I'd rather you didn't. And the, the <laughs> word that I. I've gotten better about that because it used to be everyone has a thousand questions about this Um, or they have a thousand questions about their team and who they're going to draft or whatever or who's going to sign a free agency. And then more recently from everyone, including my brother, it's become they what they they're asking under the guise of, oh, tell me about how this is going to be. And what they really want is like what to do on their fat MGM account. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I usually would just say, Tony, usually if somebody asks me what I do, and this came up today at, at the orthodontist office, I took my daughter in to get her braces adjusted or whatever they do, and they were trying to schedule with me, and they're closed on Tuesdays. And I'm like, man, I'm, I'm just hitting the part of the year where that's my only day off is Tuesdays. And she's like, oh, what do you do? And the answer I always give people, Tone, when they ask what I do is just journalist. I just say that. And kind of assume there won't be any follow-up questions and we'll just keep keep it moving. Um, but when I said that, this woman thanked me like I was a first responder <laughs> or, or some kind of like pediatric surgeon. She was like, oh, like, thank you for your... And I had to... I, and I was there with my daughter and I was like, I, I, this is nice, but I, I have to say something. No, no, no. I'm so, you, there are people you should thank for that, but not me. Like, I cover football practice. There, there are people who are doing exactly what you're picturing. It's not uh, me, though. Like, How yeah. How just like add covering... the sports in front of it? Huh? How come you just add say the sports? sports journalist? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That would probably, that would probably clear things up really quickly and uh, result <laughs> in me getting many fewer thank yous for my work. I mean, unless, and, that's, but, unless that's what you're trying to do is get, you know, some, some, some praise out here for the work that you do. Um, you fake fishing for it. Yeah, yeah, like like, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a award-winning, you know, investigative journalist. And they're like, oh, thank well, you, thank you, well, thank you for your, for, for your service. That's a full I mean, blown lie. You investigate. If I say what's going on that's with the bears, true. You don't investigate no. what's going on with the bears. I'm not like sifting through tax documents. I mean, I'm just saying, like you. You're looking at me like I should be. Okay. I I imagine that you would if that became a bear story. Tony, if I looked through all that, you wouldn't even care about that. You just want to know, like, who's gonna get, who's gonna get all the carries now that David Montgomery's gone. That's all you want to know. Oh, act like you want me to do something. Yeah, for my fantasy team. See, there it is. Right. That's my fantasy team. That's that's why I need you to investigate. I need. I'm gonna be fishing for. Look, I need to win this year, guys. I'm gonna be texting all everybody on the Bears beat that I have a personal connection with. Hey, who's Gippy? Who's hurt? Should I start Bears defense? Who is going to be the uh, the bell cow for the running back situation? That that is highlighted in yellow. You cannot talk about who is injured out here in practice. (laughs) I mean, mean, once they tell out on Wednesday, it is what it is. We can tell you though. (laughs) 
Yeah, tell me. So though. you can tell him, and then he what he's going to do is say it on somewhere else, like on Goff's podcast. Right. And be like, well, the streets are saying. All right, the the the, the streets said that uh, Khalil Herbert is out for two weeks. It's like, and, and the most the beautiful streets. thing about it, I know so many people on the beat. They'll they never find the streets. They can't find the streets. You can't find the streets. The streets is everywhere. They can't restrict us all. <laughs> you know enough. It's good to know that you know enough people that you don't need to ask me. You can skip me on that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to name names, but you know. Text Patsy. Hey, I'm the only one in the room that looks like you. I'm getting it first. They're like, her, what you tell Jay? What you tell Tony? <laughs> They're like, her, what you tell Tony? <laughs> I'm like, y'all got an organization full of brothers. Any one of them could have told me. Yeah, shout out, shout out to those, shout out to those presidents, GMs, and quarterbacks. But it, on the other side of that desk, it's just me and a couple camera guys. Shout out to them because I love those guys. But it's just, it's just, every every now and then, my guy flows a come. Shout out to Joe Lewis, but mostly it's me <laughs> or Scott Lewis. That that's a funny duo right or there. Man. Uh, they, they, Joe, those are two wild boys. Shout out to them, Joe. Dudes. Joe Lewis, I believe, has graduated from seminary, and uh, Professor Flows, Doctor Flows, how, how how would you describe the way? How would you describe how colorfully and interestingly Scott talks? Scott they're, lets it they're fly. Too, like they're they, two completely guys, different dudes. Those guys are like, funny together. I wish more people. Are y'all knew sure y'all brothers? Like, are y'all like same house brothers? Because <laughs> because Flows is like super like laid back and. You know, just he's Doctor Flows, Professor Flows, and then Scott is like, "Hey, you MF was like, y'all the same? Okay, whatever." <laughs> Scott is just like one diss track after another about anybody. It doesn't matter who. <laughs> he is, he is. They're funny, man. Those guys. Uh, yeah. what, what's the name of their podcast again? I've been on there a couple. Of, I've been on there with you. Um, I think. I think um, we were on there together once. Uh, Barber Chair Network. Barber's Chair. Yeah, the Barber Chair yeah. Network. Yeah, shout out to them, man. Check check them out. They're good. They're funny. Uh, but they today you're listening to this show, and we appreciate it. Welcome to Sports Adjacent. I'm Jason Leisure. Uh, Herb Howard in for Russ. Russ is at the All-Star Game in Seattle. Russ gave up on us. Why would you say that? I haven't heard from Russ in a long time. He sent me a okay. funny funny church video today. That's the only communication I've had with Russ Dor- Dorsey. Okay. I miss him. That's Have you told him this, or are you just like airing this out on the show? No, I, was I haven't out. even introduced you yet. This is Tony Gill, our podcast producer. Uh, All right. Here, here to discuss his the abandoned his, podcast his, producer. His newly Still found abandoned. beef with his boss, Russ Dorsey. Hey. I think you've heard from Russ. What? Russ's name is on those checks that you get. <laughs> Smart of Jason's on the checks that I get. That's half Russ. There's that. <laughs> Russ is uh, Russ is back next week, I believe. I'm, I love I'm those checks, and I always forget. Russ Everything is back. Everything I invite on here, I forget that. Like Herb always forgets that when you do a job, <laughs> you get paid for it. That's a good thing. That's a very good thing. Uh, Tony I, I Gilby, do. I was like, oh, I, have, I just I, I just had fun hanging out with her. <laughs> the way we're able to send you checks is by doing these ad reads. All right. The the goaded producer Tony Gill. Uh, who I don't know how much longer he'll be on the show once Russ hears this episode, is brought to you by Sheets and Giggles. Yep. You can go to sheetsgiggles.com slash SA and get, thanks to Tony, thanks to Tony alone, 
You can go to sheetsgiggles.com slash SA and get 23% off everything. And this is a good time to do it because that sheet set, man, that silky smooth 100% eucalyptus sheet set has been awesome this summer. I've been glad to have it every night, get into my bed, keeps you cool, very comfortable. Uh, just go to sheetsgiggles.com slash SA. Sports Adjacent is also brought to you by BetMGM. Go to betmgm.com or download the BetMGM app and get this offer. Your first bet with them gets paid back up to $1,000 if you don't win. It gets paid back in free future betting credits, so you can give it another shot. So you go on there and you bet, and if you win, that's fantastic. If you don't, they'll give you free future betting credits in that same amount to give it another shot. Uh, Go to BetMGM or download the BetMGM app and use our promo code ADJACENT1000. That's ADJACENT1000 over at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Uh, we're doing this on Wednesday night, and if you live anywhere in the Chicago area, you know that the big news, and I don't even know what the full extent of this news is going to be yet as we record this, was we had major tornado issues. This was the first time in my life I've actually seen a tornado in person. And we've been doing tornado drills in school since I was in kindergarten. And it has always been kind of this, like, mythical, mysterious thing to me because I've I've never seen one. I've never personally known anyone who's been affected. You see always like the destruction of what they cause in some places. And there's been plenty that have caused stuff like that or in this area, but I've never known anyone who's had something like that happen to them and I've never seen one. Today, I saw one. Today, I was at a Starbucks out here and I like the, all the phones start going off and I, this has happened to me a couple times since I moved back here. This never happened to me as a kid. But in the last few years, I've been put on lockdown twice in a Starbucks and once in a Walmart. And we've talked about wow. that on the show. But today was different because when you looked out the window, you saw this thing. It was like across That's the crazy. street. And it looked like it was coming at us. So we had to all shelter in place. And at this particular Starbucks, their plan for that is... They heard whoever's in the store into the bathrooms. Mm. So there's five of us in the okay. bathroom. Me and three other customers and uh, one employee, one person that works there. And I guess the other employees and other customers might be in the other bathroom or in the kitchen area or something like that. So we're huddled in there for what feels like forever. I look back you know, later at my phone and can kind of piece it together through when the alert went off and when I texted my wife and stuff like that. We're in there for like 12 minutes. Uh, but and, it's a and long I time though to be in the bathroom I, I, with other people. This was like three or four hours ago, her. But I probably didn't. I probably still haven't really processed this because it doesn't really feel like that traumatic of an experience to me. But uh, like one of the people that was in that bathroom was having a very emotional twelve minutes, <laughs> and and I don't. No, that's not funny. I mean, like that's a little funny. Everyone reacts to things differently, and everyone has like. You have your threshold for how much you can take as a person emotionally before you kind of start to have that happen. And you don't know what somebody's threshold is when they arrived at that Starbucks. You don't know what's going on. Neither do they. You don't know. They might be teetering kind of from some other things before they even get in there. And then they wait to let it out. (laughs) I I had like one second where I thought about like once I saw the thing, I'm like, oh, I wonder if it's going to hit us. I wonder if this will be the end. And then I kind of just moved on. Uh, One of the other customers was really active in trying to get everyone where the Starbucks employees wanted us to go. And uh, 
I got, she scolded me, perhaps rightfully so. She scolded me for packing up my stuff before I went to the bathroom. You move that computer, we're gonna die. Like, I'm putting Tell everything in the backpack, man. Laptop. Um, there yeah, was some serious, there was some serious damage, Herb, though. Like, there was, a stop sign was uprooted. You could see the exposed concrete that was holding it down. The sign of the, the like, Starbucks logo got blown off the building into a parking lot, shattered all over the place. Mm. Piece of somebody's roof. I could see across the street, there was a roof, across the road. This is like a busy road um, in Elgin, Randall Road. I could see across the road, there was like a house that had half the roof missing. And there was some, uh, there was some crazy. piece of, there was a piece of roof like wedged under the wheel of my car. I don't know if it was from that house, but there was a, a pool floaty. There was like this inner tube with a unicorn head in the parking lot of the Myers. Wow. And I can't figure how I, I'm not a scientist tone, but like I can't figure how that gets there other than it got sucked up in the tornado and then dropped in the Myers parking lot. That's why I'm staying in the city forever. I do not fear at all for a tornado. It's, tornadoes just don't touch down in cities like that. Unless God wants it to. But it's a so lot, far, it's there's a lot, lot less more to block it. There's a lot it's a lot flatter and more open out in the suburbs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm. I love Chicago. It's the perfect city, no natural disasters. There's some slight flooding, but I mean, they ain't gonna do with me. I live in a condo, so Herb, just to give you yeah, an I idea went. of like what it was like, it was almost as scary. I mean, like you have moments where you're like, I don't know, that's legit. What's I don't know how it's going to be on ends. the. I don't know what's going to be on the other side of this. And it was almost as scary. Like you've been through this. I mean, you had that acorn fall on the bleachers next to you at training camp. Same exact thing. Like it was falling out of the tree, smacking down the bleachers super duper hard. And I was like, "Yo, I think we should relocate the media bleachers so that no one." leaves here unalive like it was it was like that yeah does that make me a real one by the way tone does it make me a real one that i packed up my stuff that i took my stuff with me or does that make me not a real one i i think you're a real one you're like i think it makes uh, you a real one this this could this could be a I, I would do that on an airplane too, probably. I probably like. I mean, no, that's just yeah. wild. That's just I wild. Got, I got time. I got time to pack up my stuff and get to this bathroom before the tornado gets here. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. But I'm with you on the on the grab the laptop, bring your iced latte into the bathroom. I'm with you on that piece. But the airplane thing, nothing surviving. If the airplane goes down, it, don't, it doesn't matter. So I'm not with you on that piece. But I will we say might this: have a water, we, we might be all right. A water, a water evacuation, a water landing. Can we see the uh, Sully in, movie? In, in case of a water landing, grab your things, blow into the tube. The tube may not inflate, but you're still getting oxygen. Yeah, right. We're all dead, ma'am. <laughs> okay. Either way, I'm not saying this is good advice, but I'm saying it's probably what I would ultimately do in the situation is, I don't, I don't think like my backpack's going to slow me down too much. I'm bringing my backpack. No, I think you should. That other lady is telling a completely different story tonight. Like you've already told enough of a story to me that's like, wow, you actually saw a hurricane. I've, I'm a, I'm in a tornado. I've never seen a tornado. Like that's crazy. Like that's. I think you just told a once in a lifetime story, which in and of itself is enough. But that other person is telling a completely, completely True. more exaggerated story tonight. Like, oh, the building shook, the roof came off, fell back down on it. And we were all hundred huddled under one toilet, and it was like, like just relax. Like it was, it was, a, it was a serious situation, 
in and of itself, it's enough of a story. You don't have to exaggerate. It's, you know, okay. Every, everyone has different experiences when they go through stuff like that. I, I'm, I want to be compassionate. Um, I want to be funny. The, one of the worst parts about this whole situation <laughs> for me, like one of the, <laughs> I, I, you said you've never seen one. I'd never seen one either before today. I did take a picture of it before I was rushed to hide and to, to shelter in the bathroom. I took the worst possible picture of this thing. I can't even bother showing it to you guys. It is this entire picture of the gray sky. And I know where the tornado is in that picture. But if you're only looking at the picture and you weren't there to be able to see it, where the tornado is, is obscured by one of the trees in the parking lot. Oh, wow. The only thing you can't (laughs) see in this picture is the tornado is the tornado. You have a hot take on Storm Chasers, Maddie Lee? Maddie I, Lee getting some time off this week from covering the Cubs for the Chicago Sun-Times, so she's been able to formulate for you, these, these, these yeah. hot Thank takes you. about Storm Chasers and tornadoes. I have no hot takes. So I have a like lot the same of... thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a lot of uh, respect for Storm Chasers. Having lived in Oklahoma for two years, let me tell you, there's different broadcasts throughout the country. And I think the guys in Chicago do a great job, but they don't have the resources and everything put towards storm chasing like Oklahoma does. That is another level. You have like four different split screens with every single tornado like in frame, not like, oh, here's a little box where it shows you where the tornado might be. It's in frame for like these four different shots where they're driving alongside it. It's amazing. Um, terrifying, but amazing. Mm. And you feel so safe because you're like, wow, mm. I have my eyes on this tornado right now. I know that it's not in my backyard. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I wish they, I they, they say it's so dangerous to go up in Chicago. <laughs> did you become yeah, like? Dangerous. Did you become desensitized to it because you just would hear about them all the time and and then? Yeah, I didn't go. I didn't go into my basement today. I'm gonna have to <laughs> admit. Mm, yeah. I was like, you know, I know the color that the sky's gonna be if I'm in trouble. Yeah. I'll just I'll just wow. peek outside and the dog and I will rush down if things get hairy. I usually don't like do anything when the phone goes off or I hear these things because I mean or when it would happen when I was a kid it would be on TV they would like interrupt whatever you were watching with the, mm. the beeping sound and everything but today I was like at this Starbucks and I texted my wife I'm like yeah get to the basement I can I can this thing's right here I can see it <laughs> confirmed <laughs> to be fair I live by the water so I was like it's not gonna get here it's not gonna get to the lake that's a nice humble brag <laughs> if 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 a tornado hits the water, does that make it a hurricane or a tsunami? Oh, it's definitely something different. Sharknado? Because like it, it can't just be a tornado if it's in water. Now it's a whole different like typhoon or cyclone. I don't know. All right, you you talk. bring these scientific questions <laughs> to a, a, a Zoom full of sports writers. You do this a lot. Hey, you're like, maybe I can get my medical advice here while I'm at it, too. Yeah, it's a pick six. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) 
You guys are all maybe smart. The, maybe the guys that cover football practice for a living and, and baseball writer Matty Lee can. can it's tell a me grand if slam. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Matty Lee, we are happy to have you for uh, for our favorite new game. Are you a real one? Before we get started on that, do you? What, what do you think? Do you think you're a real one or no? Well. I've done some soul searching since you asked me to come on. Also, I should the get out. already a little long. So. <laughs> I should get out of the way. This Uh-oh. might just this microphone might just be a prop. I tried to set it up. Um, I don't think it's actually working. So that's you sound already, good. You sound great. Okay. You sound very clear. Might, I think it is working. That might work against me. Um, so not a real mic. <laughs> not a real mic. <laughs> we'll figure out about the person, but not a real microphone. Looks good though, right? It um, sounds good. It does my. My gut reaction was like, oh, easy. Of course I am. And then I did some soul searching and I was like, uh oh. So now there's a lot riding on this. Okay. So you're not sure. You I don't need know. you I need you guys to tell okay. me. All right. Well we'll get you it's an not answer. Not a good place to be coming into this. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. Uh, I have to ask. I have to ask Jason. Give me a second, please. When you went through this reflection, Maddie Lee. What did you consider and what made you waver from absolutely to I'm going to ask them when I get there? (laughs) Well, nothing big, right? But like little things like, oh, I have a habit of, say, texting Jason or Tony on the side during like larger meetings when we were coworkers. (laughs) Is that something a real one would do? It could go either way. Or would the real one raise their hand on the Zoom call and say it? Stick it right to the man, right to, yeah. Or are you being cowardly and not a real one by doing what I would do, which is text you off to the side, yes. Well, we're gonna find out for you. We're gonna get some resolution on this. Tone, hit the button. Maybe this is a new segment. Maybe we bring somebody on and, and who is a real one. Five minutes of finding out we're just investing. Are you a real one? Are you a real one? Nick Saban, head coach of the Dolphins. And real one. I, <laughs> yes. 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 The segment where we find out about your innermost being. You know, people lie. You know, they could say that they're a real one. But the evidence could say otherwise, that they are not a real one. I sense real one traits here. So, are you a real one? Oh, no, baby. You're not a real one. Of all the people that we've had on for this, which is, gosh, who even knows how many? uh, Four, maybe? Uh, Maddie Lee is the one who I think has come on tone with the most uncertainty about herself oh no she seems everyone who's come in has come in pretty confidently even chris cody who was decidedly not a real one he -hmm. thought he was though (laughs) he was sure that he was uh maddie lee is the first person we've had come on that seems like oh boy i i don't know what i am like you guys got to help me i'm really hoping that's gonna work to my advantage that you guys are gonna be like wow she's really laying it all out on the table All right. Well, we'll state see. state your case. Like, what what is the best piece of evidence you can put forth for us here that you are actually a real one? Well, I did a little research before coming on this. So listen, went back, re-listened to a couple episodes, and the one theme kept coming up that I felt like I should probably address. This episodes for, of this? This is for Tony Gill. 
I have gotten one foul ball in my entire life. It was oh, in the Wrigley okay. Field press box. Here we go. This past season, I did not give it to a child. <clears throat> That's Pepsi a grunt or groan of pride. That is approval. Wow. That's a weird way to express it, but that <laughs> was him approving. <laughs> Tony uh, is Pepsi nodding Pepsi. vigorously and silently on this audio Pepsi platform Pepsi. that we have. Pumping his fist. Tony, I don't want to have to narrate. He's pointing to the sky now. I'm going to end up having to narrate what he does because Tony Gill, the goaded producer of podcasts, isn't talking on the podcast. Sorry, I'm just overwhelmed. Overwhelmed right yeah. now. You're very proud. Another, and it's yes. another young person. It's a young, younger yes. person. Yeah. And, and 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 what led to that decision, Maddie Lee? Okay. Well, then FTK. this half is going to work against me. There wasn't really an opportunity to give it to a child. Oh, there was just no kids not- at the Cubs game that day. Just none. <laughs> like how they have kids day. They, this was no kids day. This was like hedonism 40, day at Wrigley Field. Forty thousand people, drinks. no children. Yeah, I just didn't see any. Sorry. Well, so it can't, it was like. It was coming in real hot. I didn't even try to catch it. It smashes on the wall behind my head in the press box Ooh. and then like rattles around and I pick it up. And by the time I have it in my hand, everyone has turned around and has moved on with the game. So I, if I, maybe if I had been, if I was a better person, I might've gone and sought out a child, but I was working and I'm not gonna chuck a ball into the stands yeah, probably good the idea. The backs of heads. So it's a bit of a shaky case. But if you take out all the context, <laughs> point okay. Matt. Okay. okay. So is that, is that well, ball like near you right now? Yeah. Do you have it? Oh, yeah. Hold on one sec. Oh, you've kept this? Of course she has it. You don't know. Like... She got a foul ball and did not give it to a bad child. Well, and I knew that ball though, was not, Okay, but not only did she not give it to a kid at Wrigley Field, <laughs> but she but she's now come back home from work into her personal life and not decided yeah. to hand that to some kid that she knows. Yes. A yeah, neighbor because, kid, a nephew, anybody. Because yeah. FTK. What are you going to do with that baseball? <laughs> You're an adult. What are it's, you doing with that? It's my first ever foul ball. I could give it to the dog, but he already he already doesn't like his toys i don't have many kids in my life i want i want maddie lee ftk (laughs) i'm not gonna state it that strongly (laughs) ftk maybe maybe i'll give it to to tony's baby maddie i can tell you something that i'm not doing anymore uh at this point in life is getting a foul ball i got no interest in that i am neither trying to catch one and break my hand nor diving into no. this, the row of seats in front of me to get a baseball. I'm like, no, no thanks. Yeah, Somebody no, else can risk their neck for that. Absolutely not. Also, I, um, I judge. There are some ballparks where it, there are spaces where it makes sense to have a glove as an adult, but those are very limited. All right. So that is, you, you've made a good move, though, here by appealing to Tony's sensibilities by saying one way or another you did not give that ball to some kid who no. uh, as tony sees it could be an evil kid so in in full fairness you're a journalist you have to be fair yeah full disclosure full fairness what is some evidence against you what is some evidence evidence that says maddie lee maybe not a real one well i'm a firstborn daughter and so i have a pathological need for everyone to like me 
It's just ingrained. Is that how we're I'm supposed to be? I'm massive, firstborn. I didn't. You're a firstborn daughter? Firstborn son. <laughs> Is it only applies to daughters? It's 2023. Well, who knows? Or, I was, I was going to let you claim it either way. But uh, yeah, we're, we're notorious people pleasers. Um, okay. I, can't, I can't speak for the sons, but. I so. don't feel like I should probably speak for all the sudden yeah, um, so yeah I, I I feel like I've known that about myself and not a hundred percent tried to grow from that knowledge okay so you're a bit of a pushover maybe well it depends on the context if I ask you for a ride to the airport you're just gonna be like oh, okay yeah probably rides okay. to the, I'm real, real bad on rides to the airport all right Anyone coming in, unless my car is in the shop, if you're coming to visit me, you're getting a ride. Even if you choose to come in during rush hour, I am doing that hour and a half in traffic to come get you. Now, some of that, Maddie, some of that you, could you... just be you're a good friend, you're loyal. What if it's someone who has no business? They kind of know you, but they got no business asking you for a ride like that. And you're and you're gonna say no. You're gonna Maddie Lee is gonna put her foot down and be like, "You're not. You don't make hmm. the cut here." Um, honestly, now honestly, are you? Well, are I you? Well, I haven't even gotten to my question yet. That's oh, the no. premise. <laughs> no, I'm I've already trouble. decided for you. You're drawing the line and you're not doing this. My question for you is: Are you just telling that person and like no, or some version of that, or are you making up a fake reason so that you don't have to confront this egregious request? Not making up of somewhere. I mean, well, the complete honest answer is I will probably come pick you up anyways. <laughs> I, should not, I should not put out in the universe now. I know. Now, like, now everyone knows that now. To this podcast who's coming to visit Chicago is going to hit July me 29th, Maddie Lee. I just, I'll be back about noon. <laughs> but in the rare case, when I am putting my foot down, I'm not gonna lie, but I am going to give a, a, a long-winded response as to why it's not going to happen. Okay. Do you have, do I you, hear a do lot you, of X's going on. Do you have a problem saying no, Maddie Lee? Yeah, very much so. Hmm. I, Is that why you're on tonight with us? Yeah. <laughs> Is that how we got Maddie Lee at 11 p.m. on a Wednesday on her day off? I'm just piecing it together now. It's like maybe phenomenal. she didn't really want to do this. Although, if you ask, if you ask uh, radio producers around the area, if it doesn't fit into my schedule, I'm not coming on. So, have people to back me up on that one all right well we we've got a few follow-up questions here what do you guys have to in your uh your interrogation your assessment here of whether maddie lee is a real one while herb uh gets himself together um maddie lee you're a uh a top tier athlete thanks collegiate athlete so there's a a stretch because it was division three but i will take it oh hey division three is hard to make yeah no you need to flaunt that you need to flaunt that <laughs> um so that means in, in my guesstimation 
uh, you got a bit of a competitive fire. I mean, you work in journalism. You got to get in with those questions. So uh, you got a little competitive fire in you. Give us a story of when that competitive nature really was brought forth in competition and or while you were uh, doing journalism stuff. Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, the first thing that comes to mind is actually my boyfriend, who's we've been together for four years now, story ends well, but he made the mistake of making our first date be playing bocce ball. And halfway through, he was like, I don't think I can see this woman again. He's taking this way too seriously. <laughs> Something is wrong with her. I don't even think people that are like into bocce like that are that competitive about it. Isn't it kind of just like a leisurely game? I mean, they have yeah. restaurants where they have bocce at the restaurant. Yeah, and we came into it as like, oh, this is fun. This is cool. And I and I lost the first one by like a small margin. And then something clicked and I turned it on for the second round. Okay. I'm here for it. The hair went up in the ponytail. <laughs> oh, that's like that's the that's the signal. Yeah, yeah, then, okay. then it's real. All right, one, one more. Maddie Lee, where do you land on sending back food or a drink that you've ordered at an establishment? Mm. If it's oh, if it's close enough, are you just, if it's close enough, mm. are you just gonna take it? Or are you gonna go the other way and say, hey, this is what I ordered, or this is not medium rare, and you're gonna take your chances with whatever happens back in the kitchen. This is right back in the people-pleasing boat. I. You just gonna never, eat that. You just gonna I've eat that. Never sent anything back in my life. Oh man, Maddie. <laughs> Actually, mm. I can remember one time when I was a child and I ordered a hamburger and got a cheeseburger, and uh, my mom convinced me to send it back. And that, I think that's the only time that it's ever happened. It wasn't even. Uh, your mom sounds so, like what's what's the, what's the most egregious thing you've ever just? literally and figuratively like swallowed you know what i mean like it was overcooked undercooked it wasn't the right meal at all like what was the most egregious time you've ever like i don't have specifics i usually try to like block them out because then i can you know if i don't then i'm gonna actually start uh you know correcting people um but there's definitely been times where i'm lactose intolerant there's definitely been times when things came out with dairy and i was like It'll be fine. Oh, and you have a medical condition. You still didn't uh, send it back. Spent the whole night in the bathroom. <laughs> poor, poor boyfriend. <laughs> He's been through a lot. <laughs> All right, Maddie Lee, we're going to deliberate here. We'll let you go, and uh, you can find out with the rest of the world on Friday if you're a confirmed real one or not really not loving the note that this ended on not loving my chances uh, we got a lot on both sides of the ledger here we got a lot I, a lot to a lot to ponder in my defense i'd like to say that most of the most egregious ones have been one lane so i'd love mm-hmm. if you guys all took that into consideration it's one uh, major hole in my life i was riding with you at first maddie i, I was riding with you 100 percent. but i was i was with jason like last week and i was telling him 
how comfortable I am with sending anything back. I was actually telling her my mom, I've never, I've never been to a restaurant with my mom where she didn't send at least one thing back. So you just accepting these incorrect dinners. I am a little scared of getting spit it. in my food too. Yes. So I cut, you weigh That's it. That's legit. Yes. We're talking about that too. We, yep. we like, talking about right, that too. Is this <laughs> worse the risk you take. than not knowing what's coming back with my food? And yeah. usually, no, that's legit. well, that's for legit. me, always. Do I prefer an overcooked steak that hasn't been spat on? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think I do. Yeah, that's legit. That's legit. All right. Well, All right. well, you've given us a lot to consider. Uh, the I'll be honest with you. The the pleading here at the end is not going over real well with me. But we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna look at the whole picture, okay? Maddie Lee, get out of here. Get some sleep on your day off. Thanks, Maddie. See ya. All right, so Tone, I know you're a little biased. I am too. I like Maddie Lee, friend of Mm -hmm. the show, friend of ours in real. Maddie Lee came to my wedding. I sat. We, her and I, were at the same Mm -hmm. table. Mm -hmm. Uh, what's your initial take here? Man, she really locked me in on not giving that ball away to anybody. That's that is what I'm about. Those are the principles that I agree with wholeheartedly. But that ended, man. Like, Begging gotta, us to, to call her a real one? It was more or, of the not sending the food back. Like, even if it mm. caused her dietary issues that she refuses to. Yeah, mm. I'm like, ah, mm. man. Like, even if it was just, hey, I usually don't unless it's with dairy, then I have to send it back. Mm-hmm. But, man. She just kept it. That's a mm. tough one. That's a tough one to overlook. Mm. This is not a good. This doesn't bode well for Maddie Lee if if you're kind of on the fence. I am super on the fence on this because one. I would think you would be the most biased in her favor. Yes, but man, like, I because I want her around a long time. Like. <laughs> Th- okay. That doesn't bode well for her to be around a long time if she keeps eating stuff she's not supposed to have. Okay, mm. right. And only because she will not put her foot down and be a real one and be like, I ordered this without cheese. Mm-hmm. Herb? So, I am also, like Tone, extremely impressed by her willingness to not find a kid to give that ball to. I am, I like FTK, like whatever. Okay. All right. That's you, like, that, you know that what I mean? point is loud and clear. You've, you've said it like 15 times. We got that I'm try, I'm trying you know. to tell you that that's why I really appreciate what she did. Um, And I want to give her two points for that. Okay. All right. And then I have to ding her one point each on her inability to say no to anything else, like including pick up fringe friends from like O'Hare. That's like entrapment. You asked her for a ride. And then when she said yes, you're like, ha, gotcha. No, she said that first, and so I was like, "Okay, well, if that's what you're on, then I'll be, I'll be at the airport. Just come scoop me too. Like, I, I just wanted to get in on the benefits. Like, if if that's what you own, let me eat off of it too. Um, 
I wish she wasn't on that, though. I wish she was not such a people pleaser. I wish she was willing to stand on, you know, her own principles and be like, nah, I'm not doing that. You bugging. Why did you even call me? Um, <laughs> and then the send the fool back thing, it's another ding. So I want to say it's like two to two because I want to give her two points for FTK. And I want to give her one point minus and one point minus for, I want to subtract the point each for uh, being a people pleaser and not sending the fool back. But I will say this. I am also not necessarily a send the fool back person. When I was married, I would always sick my wife on those people because she was phenomenal <laughs> at that. Bad. No, she was phenomenal <laughs> at that. Like by the time she get done, I'm going to get new food. It's going to be free. We're going to have a gift card for next time. We're going to have like <laughs> reservations in the back. Like it's, it's by the time she get huh? done. Yeah. So I, I, I never was, I never was like that kind of person. So uh, I'm going to, I'm only going to deduct half a point for that. And so I still think she's half a point up because of the two points for the foul ball slash FTK. And I'm going to give her a half point positive. I'm going real one. Going real one by the slightest of margins. I want Maddie Lee to be a real one because I like her as a person and as a collaborator. She has been she has been in co-hosting on our show before. Very, very good. Very um, fun person to have on. And I in, thoroughly enjoyed this segment with her. You know what's coming next, though. However. Sounds like a big butt coming. I'm not a real one. And I know a fellow not real one when I see one. (laughs) So this falls to you, Tone. I'm saying no. Not a real one. Herb is saying barely a real one, which, you know. Barely. But I'm going to give it to her. It is absolutely. It either counts or it doesn't. And that one counts. So, Tone, this all rests on you. This will count as the the work that you do today. This is about the closest one I think we've ever ever done. Um, No matter if you win by one or 40. Exactly. If this goes goes 51% in her favor, it's good. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what? I think I'm going to say real one by the, by the slightest of margins. And it's it's for two things, right? I think you're being soft. I think you just so, gave. I now, think you are just you a real one now, then, Tone? You just gave the foul ball to the kid. That's what you just did. Here's my reasoning. Here's my reasoning. So, obviously, you guys know about my foul ball situations. So that Herb, was do you know? Do you know that he refuses to give foul balls to kids oh. because he doesn't know if that kid has been acting badly that day? I do know this. Okay. It's, All right. okay. I just want to make sure you're in on this. Go ahead. Wild Tom. logic, but I do know it. That is a, <laughs> Thank you. a big Thank positive. You. Thank here's, you. Here's what, what It's so what nice Twitter... to have another normal person on who will be like, yeah, that is wild. That's like, wild logic. That's all you want in life. You just want, like, when somebody says something absurd, you want to be able to look around the room and make eye contact with one other person who nods at you like, yeah, I heard that too. And, and oh, Herb has right. often been that person for me. But go on, Tony. Oh, uh, and, and and here's why she got over the top of the slightest of margins. You know how people say, you know, on the first date, you know, put your best foot forward, all this other stuff. 
Yeah, present as best you can. Like, right. Hide all your flaws. Mm-hmm. Look, make yourself mm-hmm. look as good as you can in every way. Right. Yes, to impress somebody. Maddie did not care. She went for the jugular on that dude on the first date and said, hey, I'm not used to this losing stuff, mm. and this will not happen going forward. So mm. what, what what are we doing here? Let's rock. I I like that. I like that. That's how you build genuine relationships, friendships, all that by being who you are, regardless of the situation, not avoiding all the other BS that they tell you about first dates and stuff like that. So that is what put her over the edge, over the top um, in my in my real one category. I like that, Tom, because I didn't even consider that. And I, th- I do think... I do think that's an extra boost. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna add a, a, a .25. I'm at like .75 now. I'm almost <laughs> full blown real one. What at are you this talking point. about, man? None of that matters. You already voted. I know, but I, I had to. I had to add that in. That was. I like that. I like. All that. right. Well, Maddie Lee, and and no, no one remembers the score. No one remembers the score. No. Any games like they just know who won, and Maddie Lee wins. Maddie Lee is a, a confirmed real one. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I have yet another, and I'm I'm guessing if I think about this more, there will just be an endless string of these. But I have yet another example of how I'm not a recent incident that took place that further solidified that I'm not a real one, Tone. And Tone, you're you're about to you're about to experience this. You you wonder as a parent, how will I react in a, in an emergency with my child, like. Mm-hmm. Will I do what is necessary? Will I rise to the situation? And I found out that I didn't, that I wouldn't. 
and uh, it rattled me a little bit. But we went on a trip to western Pennsylvania to see family. And this is kind of rural area. This is like north of, well north of Pittsburgh. Uh, not exactly my kind of vacation. Like I'm more of like a go to the beach or go to the city type person. Like I'll go to Miami or L.A. or New York. Those are all my more my kind of things. Um, but this was cool too. I'm just a little out of my element. Like, like you know how good the summer is here. Um, and I love being outside. But there's a big difference between being outsidey and outdoorsy. And I'm like, I'll grill on my deck, but I don't want to be around actual real nature. And where we were in Pennsylvania, there's, far, there's farms and stuff. I know you do. You, you went on a hike in flip flops. I know. Wait, there, what? Eh, it's a long Whatever. Way. You can find it in the archives. <laughs> yeah, you got the whole gist of it just with that sentence. That pretty much goes right. <laughs> so anyway, we're the kid. The kids love animals, and the kid, my daughters love animals. They always want to see the animals. And there's all these farms around this area in Pennsylvania. And we went to a farm where they, I guess, raised ducks. I don't know why they have these ducks, but they got tons of ducks. Just like more ducks than you'd ever need. And they're in this barn or this enclosure or whatever. And we go over there and, and, and it's me and my wife and my 12-year-old daughter, Grace. And then Anna, kind of, my nine-year-old, kind of comes up later. And they, they, Ashley and Grace and everything, they've already seen the ducks and moved on to some chickens or whatever. I don't care. Uh, Anna gets there and I'm like, hey, do you want to see the ducks that they saw? I'll show you where that is. And she's like, yeah, okay. And Anna kind of has a thing about ducks, which I, this is further adding to my failure. Like she's been bit by ducks like three or four times at least in her life, which I don't even know. Wait, how that what? Yeah, she's been bit by a duck. I have never been bit by a duck. I don't even know how this happens. Duck, ducks are the good guys. The geese are the thugs. Okay, they are right. thugs. Okay. That's true. Four so showed, three or four times, Anna? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh, for sure. Uh, and we used to have them in our neighborhood in Miami, and they were very like aggressive. I probably because people feed them and stuff. But I showed her where this enclosure was. You got a it. There's a door to it, so it's like picture kind of a room in a barn. I don't know what the word for that is because I'm not a farmer, but like a stable for ducks. I don't know. There's a bunch of ducks in here, and so I take her in there, and something, Herb, something happens because these ducks were cool when Ashley and Grace and I were in there before. Sure. And but when Anna and I went in there, the ducks broke bad somehow. I don't know what they what their deal was, but the ducks kind of like rose up against us and they were like closing in on us and getting loud and I'm like I'm out I'm wearing shorts and flip flops. I'm like, I don't want any part of this. I bolted. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, you left Anna? I ducked I ducked right out of there and I shut the door <laughs> behind me. And I kind of watched whatever was happening to Anna through the window. Uh, oh figure, my god! Figure it out, kid. I'm getting out of here. That's tough. <sighs> well, you don't decide those things in the moment. Things just kind of happen in the moment. It just happen. Yeah, and then you play it back in your head later, and it sounds yeah. like this. And it was all a blur. I was kind of trifling <laughs> for that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I, I think I owe Anna an apology here. Hey, uh, <laughs> you remember earlier when I uh, shut you in that coop with the angry ducks? Almost my lost bad. you there my for a second. My bad on that. <laughs> that was my mistake. 
Um, was Anna like a duck in her previous life that used to like beat up other ducks? Like, I don't, I don't know why do they not like ducks. her? I, I don't know how anybody gets bit by ducks. I, I assume the ducks don't like me either, but I've never been bit by one. Like, I've who? never been like for her to have been bitten by ducks multiple times in her relatively short life is wild. And she's like the most likable person I've met in like the last very long time she's phenomenal so my only assumption is that she was a duck in her previous life and she used to beat up other ducks it it comes up Every, so much more often than it should go ahead everybody got arch enemies you know her arch enemy is just ducks ducks wow i got mine geese geese are my arch enemy okay that's all no, ducks some geese, yeah. when I was a kid, when I was probably like 11, some geese took this dude who's living in our neighborhood, took his white castle. I, I lived in like, I lived in like East Hazelcrest near Homewood for like, I don't know, like nine months before I was like, oh, this is, this doesn't work for us. <laughs> but anyway, he was walking back from there, from the white castle and these geese, they used to be like a super Kmart around like 175th and Halstead. And these geese, they just came around and came down. And he he comes back and tells this story, which I would have never believed, but for one reason. He's like, he's like they were pecking on me and they were dropping and they, they kept pecking on me until I dropped the food and they just ate the food. I would have never believed this story from him, except for the fact that he showed up back in our neighborhood with these two older white people that just dropped him off. Like, they were talking about, like, it was, like, 75. And it was like, no, we saw him, and the the the, the, the geese just came there, and they went and bought him food and then brought him back to our complex and dropped him mm-hmm. off. But for these two older white people, I'm like, bro, you're lying. That doesn't even make sense. Whatever. But they saw it, co-signed mm-hmm. it, enough to even take this little dude back to White Castle, buy him more food, and then bring him back to the to the complex. I was like, that's they're dangerous to society. super wild. They they are gang members. I firmly believe that. They will ruin your community with their poop. Like they They won't move out the way of cars. They will will just stand there. Like they are a menace to society and they need to be taken out. I would not be mad if geese went extinct. They need to be contained. I don't. I, 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 I'll stop just. I'll stop just short of extinction. Because what a flourish! What a flourish at the end of that! Oh my goodness! Yeah, you are. That escalated quickly. Um, <laughs> I do not rock with geese, bro. He's not, he's not even smiling right now. He's, no, he's out dead, of my dead, neighborhood. Dead. I'll stop just short of extinction because I think. <laughs> That was a strong take on geese there, Tone. Hate them. Did you have an incident with geese, or this is just philosophical for you? No, just, they just are, I shouldn't say that. God made them. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, you, (laughs) you backed all the way down to, you backed all the way down from, I, I would want them to go extinct to apologizing to the geese. No, well, not to, to the geese. That is God. a sharp turn. To, for talking down on his creation. He, they're created beings. Um, so, you know. You I cannot like them and not want it around. And then, 
spoken like a spoken like a true expecting parent like you're just like oh no I, I meant whatever like I love everything you bring here like, <laughs> <laughs> let's do the news Herb let's do it so the one thing that is like maybe closest to actual journalism that we do here on Sports Adjacent is we have been following very closely the real news about Jamie Foxx because we're all big Jamie Foxx fans, whether it's from comedy or music or everything else that he does. He's a, he's a TV host. Um, there's more good news on Jamie Foxx's recovery, which from uh, it was an undisclosed medical episode. That's what we're calling it because mm-hmm. we're following the actual concrete news. Um, his As recovery seems to be taking place here in Chicago, and there's been f- photos and video of him recently at Top Golf taking some swings and playing pickleball. So things seem to be going in the right direction for Jamie Foxx, and that's good news. That's very, very good news. Shout out to his family for the way they've handled it and trying the best they could to keep a superstar like himself Um his medical news as private as possible. I think Jamie Foxx is one of the, I don't know. I won't put a number on it, but he's one of the most talented people that we have. He's a multiple threat of all things. Jason, you just run through all the things that he does. He's, he's super, super talented in so many different ways. Shout out to Jamie Foxx. He is an absolute gem and everybody wants to see him uh, come out of this thing as best as possible. So hopefully he's well on his way to that becoming a reality. Back to the nonsense, Tone. Uh, what did you make of the Britney Spears, Victor Wembenyana incident in Vegas? <laughs> I've seen a lot of people like caper for Britney, you know, stuff like that. But just to all like white people that want to be allies to the community. You don't roll up on somebody like that and just, you know, tap them on the shoulder, right? Let's just say something, right? Don't just anything about it. You don't know what type of trauma or type of, you know, things this person is, is, is dealing with. Just, just, hey, hey, I'm Britney Spears. Hey, I would like to take a picture. I like your work. Something. Just don't pull up on people and tap them on the shoulder. Like, that's it. Did she deserve to get smacked? Probably not. But consequences, you know? You never know what somebody is capable of. And he didn't do it, to be clear. Victor Wimbiyama did not do it. His security did it. All he saw was a person trying to touch the number one overall pick, and you just get smacked away. They didn't know it was Britney Spears. She didn't announce herself. If you're walking up on somebody and you're a said famous person, hey, I'm Britney Spears. You don't know... I don't even know if he knows who Britney Spears is. He's like 20. He's like 19. Well, that's probably part of the problem is that she probably didn't think she had to announce who she was. And there was a time where that would have been true. But that time was like when I was a kid. That's not that's definitely not the time right now. Like this is a lot different than like Taylor Swift walking up to somebody where she wouldn't have to introduce herself. I, I would imagine, Tone, to, to your point, like, I would imagine that celebrities, which this guy is a major celebrity, like, he mm-hmm. was living full-blown celebrity life 
in France before he came over here and now is going to get more of that here. Mm-hmm. I would imagine they're very sensitive to being tapped or grabbed or, or mm-hmm. touched in some way by someone that they're not expecting when they're in public. Yeah, we're just not real. We're not, we're not like that. Like, don't just be walking up touching people. Like, just can we just can we just establish that as a general? Yeah, it's like it's rule it's of thumb. You don't know them whatsoever. Just don't be walking. Don't up walk up and touch people. Like, I watched a video the other day, and it was Kevin Durant like walking off the court of some, I don't know, some like charity game or whatever. It doesn't matter. But he had on a hat. And he's walking off, and the, some guy's reaching down the thing. And he's like, yo, Kevin, Kevin. He grabs his head, and Kevin turns around, rightfully angry. He's like, don't do that. Don't be disrespectful. He's like, no, I'm such a big fan. I'm such a big fan. Sir, what makes you think that being a big fan of mine gives you the right to snatch my head off of my head or touch me at all? That's crazy. Like, just stop doing that to people. They're people. Don't do that. Well, the new thing at concerts is just throwing something at whoever's performing. There's, there's a that. string of this. That's there's wild. that. Who's the lady that got hit in the face with like a something oh, huge or something? Oh, there yeah. was, there's been uh, there's been BB Rexa. I think Drake got thrown uh, something thrown at him. Well, somebody like, got a whole face like split open. There's been like five or six of these lately. I think Pink, somebody threw their like mom's ashes. Yeah, I think it was Pink. Yeah, no, that's right. Pink did. They, they, somebody did give them ashes. Like, yeah. what y'all doing? Like, yeah, we all, relax, we all man. Some, something has disappeared. Stop. Something has disappeared in the sense of like understanding what's okay and what where the boundaries are in this. It's I don't social know if media. It's, yeah, I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's that that, that all of the like actual real in-person social interaction skills have deteriorated have atrophied now or if there's just like because of social media because like you go on twitter and you can do the the like twitter equivalent of throwing something at someone's face Mm -hmm. you can text what you can tweet whatever horrible thing you want at them and they'll probably never see it they'll probably never respond to it you probably won't be like shown to the world as uh as what you are for doing that but right uh, you know then you get into the real world and throw something at someone like you're gonna be you're gonna be in jail for that a man in colfax iowa believes that he's about to set the guinness world record for largest pencil collection aaron bartholme i think i have this right Aaron Bartholme says that he has more than 70,000 pencils that he has collected over his lifetime. And that would blow away the current world record holder, which is a man in Uruguay who has 24,000. Now, 24,000 pencils sounds like reasonable. Sounds like, all right, he, you know, saves every pencil from every time he plays mini golf or whatever, and he's got them in a Sure. Uh, seventy something thousand, seventy thousand sounds problematic. It sounds a little weird to me. Yeah, I'm sure I've touched twenty four thousand writing utensils in my life, and if I was intentional about keeping them, that seems feasible. Seventy thousand seems like he has nothing else, like no children. I'll leave it there because I, ho- I hope you guys understand what I'm saying. He nothing else is happening for that guy. He's only collecting pencils and. Sir, no. Well, he might feel about them the way you feel about children because 
he was asked, well, which one's the best? Which one's the favorite? And he says, I, I, I don't know that you can pick a favorite. This is his quote to the CBS affiliate in Des Moines, Iowa. I don't know that you can pick a favorite when you've got 70,000 of something. It's a good flex. People need something to do, man. I'm like. People need to. For, I don't know. For real. You need a hobby, sir, that is not collecting pencils. You need attention from someone. He's getting attention. He's on the news. We're talking about him right now. This This is working out for Aaron Bartholomew, his long game of collecting pencils and seeing where it takes him, it's about to pay off. He's about to be a Guinness World Record holder. The the American Pencil Collectors Society, which you probably think I'm making up, but I'm not. I hope you're making it up. They sent two (laughs) counters to verify and now it, it's expected to take maybe up to three months for Guinness to kind of assess this claim and make sure it's legit. That and two dollars and twenty five cent will get him a ride on the 79th Street bus. It doesn't matter. Like, like dude. OK, name all and your who, world records, Herb. I think this is impressive. World records? I think I can, the margin he's got. The old record is twenty four thousand. Like, even if yeah, they get in there and be like, yeah, he faked 10,000 of these pencils. So I don't know how he faked a pencil. Like, like, he's still like clearing the bar easily. Him and Lou Gehrig and Cal Ripken, like, same same people. <laughs> same. He's the Barry Bonds of pencil collecting. What? Yeah. Is, oh, my. That's, that man needs a high B. I guarantee. You know what? I'm, I'm not even going to say that. I just. He needs he needs hobby. I wish Maddie Lee would have stuck around for this next segment or this next news item because um, Burger King is launching quite the menu item. You rule. I think if you're fired from a fast food establishment, if you're an executive at Taco Bell or Wendy's and they're like, we got to get this guy out of here. There's still a spot for you at Burger King. You got a place to land at BK, I think. You'll be all right. right. There's always there's always a a chair. There's always an empty desk for you at Burger King. The G League of Wendy's. Burger King is debuting what they are calling the real cheeseburger in Thailand. Uh Uh And it is exactly that because it is a bun. And the only thing else in there is a stack of 20 slices of American cheese. I farted when you said that. I mean, my stomach hurt. <laughs> Look, Maddie Lee could you got order. You intolerance? You, you, you had a flare-up just from hearing about it? Yeah, that's Maddie, it. Here's what it looks like. Let me show you real quick, Herb. The real oh cheeseburger. It's a sesame goodness. seed bun with a stack of 20 slices of American cheese. Go ahead, That Herb. can't be good for you. Like that has to clog up everything inside of you, and even if you were not lactose intolerant, it's still going to mess up your stomach. Maddie yeah. Lee could order a quadruple hamburger with no cheese, please. She could get that instead, and she down it with a smile on her face. Like, say, Thank you. you. You can't say that now. You already declared her a real one. But yeah, she she's would. A real one. She would say, "Hey, give me a burger with no cheese." And they would mishear it as, oh, she wants the real cheeseburger. Which she is wants the real cheese with 20 slices. Cheese. And, and serve Maddie it to would, her and she'd say, oh, oh thank Maddie you. Maddie would see it and be like, oh, uh, thank you. Slowly. Tone, to your point, I think if you're not lactose intolerant, this burger would probably be a way for you to find out what it's like. Oh, yeah. I think yeah, this that, would do the job. That, that'll impact you, whoever you are. You have the strongest of stomachs. You can be Joey Chestnut. 
Who does that? I like, like cheese. That's not you go I like buy. cheese. Like if I go to your house, Herb, and you're like, "Oh, I've made, I've prepared this cheese plate," I'm like, "Oh, cool." But American cheese, like, who's wanting to eat twenty slices of that? That's not cool. A sixty-four-year-old woman in Porter, Maine, saw okay. a black bear attacking her dog in the backyard and took <laughs> matters into her own hands. She confronted the bear. So what you're supposed to do is like make yourself big. Make yourself you know, people big. Say, yeah, make yourself big, kind of intimidate the bear. Uh, and she did that, and that's great. And then she took it too far. She went up and punched the bear in the face. Real one. 64-year-old one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the bear skittered off. Not a real one. The bear bit her. She had to go to the hospital. Uh, on it. They bit her on the hand, and she had to get that stitched up. But ultimately, like, she won this fight. The 64-year-old woman punched a black bear in the face to save her Yeah. Um, real one, for sure. Yeah, you don't um, even need to ask her any questions about whether she'd send food back. You got you. I mean, no, what? She's going to punch that waiter in the face. And go make her own food in the back. Punch the bear. Um, what are you doing? FT dog. And um, we're getting out of here. Like, first of all, don't laugh, Jason. You left your daughter because of a duck. Like, don't... It was not because of a duck. It was a lot of ducks, Herb. And they were very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> and I was wearing shorts. I don't want to get all these yeah, peck marks up. on my legs. Yeah, no. Um, shout out to the lady. Uh, I think she, just, she went too far. It got too good to her, right? So she did the big thing, raw, and then... Started going to her head, yeah. It, it, it got too good to her. She's like, I'm going to run up and punch this bear in the face. And she did, and I guess the bear left, but the bear was like, yeah, I'm going to bite you so you know that I'm just allowing you to survive this foolish decision that you've made. She's a real one. I'll give her a real one, but it got too good to her. I'm going to say it just, it just got a little too good to her. I think we've all been there, right? We've been, you're winning something, you're feeling good about yourself. And then you just, you just go a little too far. She went a little too far. Fortunately, it didn't cost her more than a, a, a little, a little bite. Good story though. I mean like that, that down the road at some point that will be a line in her obituary. Yeah. Short road. She went Mike Tyson on a bear. She did. <laughs> uh, lastly, so a, a man was boating. A, a, a guy looked young, looked like maybe 20s, early 20s. He was boating in the Everglades, and uh, he washed his hands in the water, mm. and a shark bit him on the hand and pulled him into the oh. water, off the boat into the water. Wow. They got him back on the boat very quickly. His hand was bloodied up. Um, they, this is from WPLG in Miami. They did not at the time of this reporting have the extent of his hand injury. But there is video of this. I, I don't know why him and his buddies were would be filming him washing his hands in this murky, very, very cloudy, murky water in the Everglades. I mean, I don't even want to go in the Everglades. When we right. lived down there, my wife was always like, we should go and, you know, check out the Everglades. It's a national park. And I'm like... It's hot, dirty bugs. No thanks. Like <laughs> you, you can go do that. Three strikes. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll um, watch the kids while you do that. But Herb, there's a video of this, and here's what precedes this whole event. This guy goes to put his hands in the water, and his buddy goes. His buddy says, "Quote: I wouldn't put my hands in there." <laughs> and this guy spouts off back. He goes, "It's going to be two seconds. It won't do anything." Right before the shark bites his hand and pulls him in by his hand into the oh, murky water. He deserved it then. Um, 
So I'm glad he didn't die because that certainly could have been the absolute end. I mean, you get out of that with only a hand injury. Like, even if the hand injury is bad, I, that, things that's worked out okay still, for you. If you didn't have a hand, that still could be, like, best-case scenario. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you came back with just a wrist, that could be – Shark pulls you into it his territory. Could have been a lot could, worse. That could, that could be the last. Um, so, I'm glad that didn't happen. I will say this. Um, you just described it. It's dirty. It's hot. It's murky. It's bugs. Like, why do you even think that's cleaning your hands? Like what, what about putting your, dipping your hands into the swamp is like, Oh, this, I put my hand in this swamp water. They're going to be clean now. Like, no, like, no, let me rinse whatever this is off. in. what was on your hand prior to prior to swamp water that you like Mm -hmm. swamp water is much better. Like, like what, what was going on? I, I, I like to watch, um, uh, swamp people, well, that's where they follow the oh, people yeah. down in like, you know, shoot New Orleans and shoot them, Liz. Shout out to Troy Landry mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I watched that and I see them do that a lot too. I'm like, why do you think that's cleaning your hands? But anyway, um, I expected to be much more um, against the guy in this story. I just thought it was going to be like something like super, super stupid. He was just thinking that you know, I could dip my hands in the water and wash it and the shark was like, I've been following this boat for half a mile, waiting for one of you guys to do this. <laughs> right, and here we are. Uh, so I think he had. I think he, I'll, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna say he had bad luck more than terrible decision. I'm. 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 I'm not too much against him on this. He was literally told right before he did it. I, that's not a good idea. Yeah, these listen. It's three dudes in a middle of a swamp for whatever reason. Like these. These aren't. No, he. I understand why he didn't necessarily think the guy was giving him great advice. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's the news. There was a lot of it. That's the news. You're all caught up. If you haven't followed a thing for the past month, you're you're now current. You've got the news. Wow. Herb Howard, you've been phenomenal as always. Good to have you back. It's always a pleasure. Thank you all so very, very much for having me. If I did not leave you guys with anything at all, you, father, you, mm-hmm. expecting father, FTK. Mm-hmm. Single people with no kids is always where I want my parenting advice to come from. So I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Especially when there are a few drinks in. Yes. You. Uh, thank you to uh, Maddie Lee from the Chicago Sun Times, Chicago Cubs beat writer. Uh, Real our one. Toughest, our toughest call yet, mm-hmm. but this will be the last time we really say that because there's no qualifiers on it. You either you either win or you don't, and she won. Maddie Lee confirmed a real one. I'm saying it kind of half heartedly, Tony, but it's still true. <laughs> she got it. She got the I, I kind of thought uh, I saw a lot in common there between me and Maddie Lee, but. It's a fact. It might be, it might be an asterisk, you know. Made, no, no, no. She made it. She made it. But she's in. It was a she's two to one in. vote bubble by the council. She made it. She made it. Right. It's 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 the bubble championship. It's LeBron's ring with the Lakers. Like you know, it's she got it. We she sound right shot. now describing her being confirmed as a real one the way she sounded coming on the show. <laughs> kind of nervous like, uh, and unsure and like well I guess did we give her that trophy did we not yeah. did we Steve Harvey Miss America it like no she got it she got it 
Sports Jason is brought to you by BetMGM. You can go to BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app and use our promo code ADJACENT1000 and get this offer. Your first bet with BetMGM will be paid back in free future betting credits up to $1,000 if you don't win. So your first bet with BetMGM, if you win, congrats. If you don't win, they will give you that amount up to $1,000 in free future betting credits to try it again. Just use promo code ADJACENT1000. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Tony Gill, the goaded producer, uh, enemy of geese, which I, I've known you for a long Full time. Ill. Full and Ill. I know you well, and I did not know this G-fo- about you until tonight. <laughs> it's on site, full L with the geese. Yeah, we got that. I don't think you want that smoke. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think you want that smoke. Pull it you up don't think fi-fi. Tony does? Yeah, I don't think Tony wants smoke with geese. Like they, He's they got a block on, 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 the, on the geese. They deep. They're aggressive. Herb and saw, they, Herb uh, saw, Herb, according to Herb, they could just like carry a kid off and he'd just have to become one of them, I guess. They, def, they, def, they definitely took his food and made him walk back. To, like, <laughs> like, like, it's not a game. They, they got they high ground on you. And they're like, this belongs to us. This is us now. You, you should move around before you become us too. Like, Tony Gill, the goaded producer, is brought to you by Sheets and Giggles. And you can go to our link, sheetsgiggles.com. Slash S A, and just by using that link, you don't even need a promo code. That will get you twenty three percent off everything automatically applied at checkout. Get yourself the sheet set, hundred percent eucalyptus, silky smooth, looks good, keeps you cool in the summertime. Like really, really great sheets. Tone, do you have one of your classic endorsements of sheets and giggles? Oh man, love sheets and giggles. Been wrapping them around myself. Been mummified by the sheets and giggles every night. Just because it feels so good. I don't die, but, you know, it just feels good to just have it engulf my being, you know. Very smooth, very cool. Get in between, uh, you know, the crevices on your body. Real nice. Wow. I don't, I don't think wow. Chasing Girls wants the word crevice in their advertising. Crevice. Wow. Solid word Stop word saying that. That's freaking me out. The That's way you're aggressive. Saying it. I have replaced my normal comforter with the like white kind of throwish blanket that they have it's mm-hmm. phenomenal it works in the summertime keeps me warm and cool at the same time shout out to sheets and giggles we love them and you can get 23 percent off that's a great discount at sheets and giggles uh russ dorsey will be back next week you can get that episode on friday like all of our episodes thank you guys for listening to sports adjacent and we'll see you next time thanks for listening to sports adjacent with jason leisure and russell dorsey Be sure to download, subscribe, and give the podcast five stars. You can check out the latest episode of Sports Adjacent on all digital streaming platforms. I'm very much adjacent. For a couple hours, I thought I was hood. But then all that happened, I was like, you know what, James? You adjacent to the mother... A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, 
They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.